Hey there, and welcome to Marketer for Hire. Can someone please pop the champagne because we have successfully navigated 2023. We deserve a pat on the back for that, don't you think? It is crazy that another year is behind us, isn't it? Here we are on the 42nd episode of Marketer for Hire, and just like last week, I'm having a little fun and reducing my workload by introducing you to another great podcast. This one is called Digital Marketing Unicorns Unite. You might remember the host. Her name is Emily Reagan, and she was a guest on one of my very early episodes. Thank you, Emily, for being willing to be a guest so soon. She and I talked about how to hire that true unicorn who can do a bit of everything from admin work to design to writing for your business because as small business owners, that is the sort of marketing help we are looking for. Emily is the founder of the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School, and she teaches women how to become an in-demand virtual digital marketing assistant. That's a mouthful. In today's episode, Emily is sharing the scoop on why blogging is making a comeback and how AI tools can help your marketing VA produce blogs in less time, which will save you money and open up time on your VA schedule for other tasks. But before I press play, I want to be really clear, neither Emily or I believe that AI should or can replace your marketer when it comes to blogging or any other type of writing. I'll tell you, I can spot AI-generated copy from a mile away. Why is it that ChatGPT always wants to start with some silly casual intro like, hey, lovely ladies? I mean, that is something I would never, ever say in business. Maybe not even personally. Anyway, what we can get behind is using AI to spark ideas and get those creative wheels turning. So in this episode that originally appeared on Emily's podcast, Digital Marketing Unicorns Unite, she is talking about exactly that, how we can use AI in the right ways to help us decrease the time that we spend on blogging and to create better blogs so we can be found. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. Before you start thinking like, oh my God, I don't want to do blogging. That's so 1997. Blogging is coming back. And the reason why is AI tools are going to make it so much easier for people to capitalize on this form of content marketing. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Before we jump into the podcast, this episode is sponsored by my brand new $7 offer. It's a comprehensive list of digital marketing tools. Why? So you can look smart, so you can offer the best marketing services, so you can come to the table knowing what the latest and greatest tools are, and you can run your business efficiently. It's going to make you smart, it's going to make you feel confident, and it's all in one place, and you can reference it anytime 
We have the tools divided by my recommended tech stack for virtual assistants. We have business tools, AI tools, marketing tools, email, websites, SEO, social media, audio and video, and graphic design. If you've ever looked at how someone else is doing it and wondered how they did it, I have that tool. I have that tool. I've been collecting them for years. They're all in one spot. Go grab it now in the show notes. Back to the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Emily Reagan, a fellow freelancer, military spouse, mom of four. I'm completely sober while recording this podcast. I made a joke over on threads that I needed to squeeze it in on a certain timeline and I was going to do it after margaritas. Let's just say the mic didn't plug in and we now have a sober podcast for you. Today, we're talking about blogging. It's part of our content marketing series that we've been doing all summer. We've talked about YouTube. We've talked about podcasting and reels and social media. We've talked about marketing research, and we have talked about community building. But I love blogging. I feel like if I could just work in a little hole and blog and produce content and hit publish, the journalism girl in me would be so happy. I wouldn't have to deal with people an admin as much. And I just, I don't know, blogging is my happy place. It's one of the first services I started with as a marketing assistant. I helped a lot of creatives with their blogs and it was just really fun for me. I love thinking about content, thinking about what is that click through? How do we get people to stay on it longer? How do we optimize? How do we monetize and all of that? But before you start thinking like, oh my God, I don't want to do blogging. That's so 1997 blogging is coming back. And the reason why is AI tools are going to make it so much easier for people to capitalize on this form of content marketing, because the AI tools can write blogs in seconds, right? So now people are going to be really utilizing SEO and driving more traffic to their website using blogging. It is going to make a whole new landscape out there, and it's going to create a new level of work for us marketing managers, specialists, and assistants. So first of all, let go of your old connotations about what a blog is. Yes, it could be like a personal online drama diary. It could be all about like your inner thoughts. But when it comes to this marketing space in our clients' businesses, we're using it strategically to call in a deal customer who is searching for their pain point and then finding our clients as a solution. And it's so very meta because this also applies to your own business and your own marketing. So like what we talk about today is something that you would want to do for your own business. I have a whole module dedicated to blogging inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School because it has been one of the core tasks. It's just one of those extras that clients and online business owners don't have time to do, nor should they be doing because it is a lot of work. So we really break it down inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School so you can take it over, own the workflow, report in track, stay organized, and offer this service to your clients. It's a good entry point because you learn your clients' messaging, you learn their offers, you learn their content really freaking well, and you learn the backside of their website, which makes you just completely indispensable. When you learn their website, especially if you're newer, that opens the doors to building funnels, landing pages, some of the more you know pricier value-based services that bring in money where you can charge more. Okay, so here's the thing about blogs. It's not the 1997 version. You don't have to do it every week but it always helps the algorithm to be consistent in general, right? Blogs can showcase all kinds of different topics, right? 
They're just such a great platform for your clients to share their knowledge, their experiences, their perspectives, and they build community. So it really ties in with our last episode with Chanel in here. They're a way to demonstrate your authority, and it really appeals to me, to a high-level person who's a reader who wants to A, skim, and not watch a long YouTube video. I just think it's a certain demographic. They're searching for answers. The whole goal is to get your traffic up and have your organic search results bringing in 30% of your website traffic. The reason I love blogging is because it does bring in brand new eyeballs and you set it and you forget it. You build out the content and then it starts to work over time. And that's the beauty of what we call SEO, search engine optimization. You can pick out the specific keywords that you need that align with your target audience's search queries, and it helps your website rank even higher. What we want to happen is when someone goes to Google for my sake, virtual assistant course, you want my site to be on page one. If you're not page one, you're nobody. So blogging is really good for that. And then it also gets increased website traffic. So I'm at the point where my blog can get like 6,000 hits a month. It's amazing. And each blog post is an opportunity to bring in a lead, a sale, or go down this other rabbit hole, which we teach inside the UDMA school of monetization. Okay. So All of the good stuff comes from a blog. It's not what it used to be. And then what I really love to do with blogging is turn around and use it back in my own content. Like once I've created core articles, I can use it to answer frequently asked questions. When we get emails about people who are beginning and they're new, I can use those blogs as different resources. I have a blog about my top copywriting books because I get that question. And instead of me or my team typing out, hey, this is what we recommend, I can hand over that blog. And by the way, those are affiliate links and I will then make money. And so teaching your brain to offer this service to your client and think outside the box and how you can utilize content in an evergreen way is really what blogging is about. It becomes a customer service tool, it's a nurturing tool, and it's a lead generating tool. But here's the thing, a blog takes commitment, it takes effort, it takes high quality content. You just can't publish something written poorly, stuffed with keywords and expect it to do good. Can't be overly promotional. I mean, just think about all those recipes you land on where you're like, I just wanted the rhubarb pie recipe and I had to go through all of the ads, all of the BS stories just to get to the, where's the ingredient list? By the way, where is it? I don't even see it. It's so junky. So it's also about having like a good user experience because that's never a recipe I'm going to share. It was so bloated and slow and annoying. In this podcast, I just wanted to open your eyes to this extra service that you could include. For all of those reasons I told you, it will give you so much confidence if you're newer and you're not ready to be the social media manager. So what's really cool is back in the day when I started, because I'm OG, I would have to listen to my clients' Facebook Lives and physically transcribe them. Now we have all these AI tools, which speed up the process, which is why next week we'll be talking a little bit more about AI and the changing role of a marketing assistant. It's so quick. It's so quick. You plug it in. You can upload a transcript. You plug it in. You get an article. But then you have to step up and figure out what is the strategy behind this blog, right? What is the point? What are we trying to do? And how do we measure its success? Marketing always comes back to what are we trying to accomplish and was it successful? And how would we know? What are our KPIs for deciding that? 
So for me, having blogs that rank, having blogs that convert, having blogs that bring in lots of traffic. I also love blogging because it opens doors to upsell your marketing when it comes to Pinterest, when it comes to posting on social, when it comes to writing emails. Once that core content is created, you can repurpose like a goddess. It's so amazing. So what I wanted to talk about today was mistakes that bloggers make just so that if you're in this role, you do well and you are thinking because I've run across way too many online business owners and peers who hired a VA, usually a social media manager who said they could do blogging and didn't know what the F they were doing and really wasted their money because they didn't know SEO. They didn't have a good idea of like page layout, which is like great because we cover this inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School. Uh, The biggest thing is I just want you to be able to step up in this role and offer it. And I love blogging so much because it's not a burning fire. You can plan ahead. You can plan ahead. You can do the work ahead. It's not like a launch where you have to be available, all hands on deck, and you have to just drop what you're doing to like solve it. Blogging is never a burning fire. Unless maybe there's some very relevant SEO phrase that's like trending and you're trying to rank for that. Hey, I'm going to stop right there and interrupt you. If you are listening to this podcast and you are thinking, yes, I want clients that will value me. I want to be involved in writing projects and marketing projects. If you are a marketing freelancer or marketing assistant, I'd love to have you in the work group. Our enrollment window is open right now for a short time. So get your applications in. This is a community where we have job leads, networking, advanced trainings, and the community and the support and referrals you need to hit your business goals. We'd love to have you use the link in the show notes to apply or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash workgroup. All right, back to the show. Here's mistakes that people make with the blogging. Biggest one, no surprise to you, is lack of consistency. It's so hard to develop a fan base when you're inconsistent, and that's why Clients are hiring marketing assistants. They need to show up regularly in social and email and in their communities. So establishing a regular routine. And that's why as a marketing assistant, you have to have a plan and you have to stay organized. Another big thing is poor quality content. Like I already mentioned, sometimes bloggers focus on the quantity. They're more worried about hitting that posting schedule and not really being high quality and providing value, which is such a stupid cliche thing. But value is informative, well-written, error-free, and the good user experience too. I'm going to add that in there. Another problem is ignoring SEO. (laughs) I see this way too much. And not having a strategy behind the SEO. Like I've seen too many VAs like choose random words that are not right, ignoring proper meta headings, internal linking, all of this stuff that makes like for a higher SEO performance. Lack of promotion, writing it and forgetting about it. So how does this core content treat it like a podcast, treat it like a YouTube video? How do you incorporate it back into your regular communication? Where do you promote it outwardly? And where can you repurpose it? Like Medium or LinkedIn also takes articles, right? Promoting ourselves is again, why clients are hiring marketing assistants in general It is a lot of freaking work and it's a lot to keep track of. Another big fail is not monetizing it. Just like writing for writing. And I get it, like go on Substack, do what you got to do. If you want to write, start a journal, but we are doing the blog to make money. So how will the blog make money? So having monetization focused approach 
finding natural, authentic ways to monetize it. User experience is a big one. We talked about the cluttered recipes that are out there. They really drive away visitors and being able to track the numbers like bounce rate and know, like, is this failing? Is this blog visually appealing? Is it easy to navigate? Is it mobile friendly? Something a lot of people forget, page loading speed, images, like slow that down, readable fonts. Oh my gosh, how many bad scripty fonts and headlines are out there that like I can't even read it. And then the flow of the article, right? Like, does it, does it make sense? Not leveraging analytics, not going back and seeing what worked, ignoring the data. Your clients need you to track that data every month and report it and see what's working. You're not always the one at the strategy level pulling out the patterns and giving advice, but you need to hand over these core metrics on a silver platter, page views, bounce rates, user engagement. I know when I first started my blog, a mistake I made was kind of being all over the place, but I didn't really have a clear target audience. I'm still trying to figure out my audience, so there's no no regret there. But when you have a blog, speak to somebody very clearly. Define your target audience and have very focused content for that person that addresses their needs and their interests and their pain points. Like being all over the place, like having that client who's just writing what feels right and not what's aligned is going to be a waste of your time and theirs. And another thing to tie it back into the inconsistency is the long-term commitment. Not every client can upkeep it. And that's why it's so nice to offload it to somebody like you who has that creative and analytical brain, who could help with the writing, who can then turn around and help with the design because a blog takes time. It takes commitment, like nine months for SEO to start really ranking for you. And too many people give up. They expect like quick wins, instant overnight results, and then they lose their motivation when they don't get those immediate results. So you can help them as a marketing assistant by keeping them committed, showing them the data increases over time, and adjusting, adapting strategy like as you get more insight. This blog is doing well. One of my top blogs right now is about niches for virtual assistants. It's doing really well. So what does that tell me? It's like a hot topic, right? I can make a lot of other content about that. And I need to make sure I'm clicking back over to that blog. So one of the biggest mistakes I see too is I see all these podcasters who don't make a blog. It is time consuming. To have your podcast and your show notes hosted over on your site that's not quickly automated like Lisbon or Audacity do instantly. It takes time and money to have a marketing assistant create that and help those podcasts rank for SEO. And I see just too many people cutting corners. So you taking this podcast, being able to articulate this in your discovery call, being able to upsell this, to dive into the blogging and be able to help is really going to position you as that content manager. Back at the beginning of this podcast, episode 158, we talked about how to become a content manager. This is a big part of it. And you get to this place where you're managing it and the people doing the work because you will outgrow these tasks. At some point, it will not make sense for you to be in Canva or in the Yoast plugin. At some point, you will outgrow this, but you've got to be able to understand it and manage the other people doing it. And here's the thing about AI. Yeah, it's going to make the content publication part really easy, but guess what's not automated? The design the user experience, the formatting, the tech, and the messaging. So that's why next week on this content series, we're going to talk more about the changing role of the DMA. It's going to lean heavy into this episode. But I hope this got you motivated 
to explore blogging, not leave money on the table, add this. If you're already doing these other marketing tasks, emails and social and podcast and YouTubes and Pinterest, especially blogging is a big part of that and creating consistent content on your own site. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was a quickie. Sorry I was sober. Could you please tag me over on Instagram? Let me know you listened. Let me know if you found it helpful, inspiring. I'd love to hear from you what else you want to learn. We're going to wrap up the content marketing series next week. And just a heads up, our Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School is opening in October. So get on the wait list. We already have over 600 people. So if you want a guaranteed spot, you better get on that first to be notified the list. So I'd love to see your name come over there and be seeing you in some of our special events, our waitlist promotions and mixers, and some of the goodies we have coming into that launch. But for now, I'll see you next week on Unicorns Unite. Thanks for joining me. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. <laughs> what episode? Where are we? What am I doing?